So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When you ask on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. And you can find us at 91.5 FM, WPRK-FM, if you are listening, 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. So, you can also catch up on past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. I am your host with the most, DJ Crazy JC John, and this is episode number 101. 101. 101. That was a great concert from Depeche Mode back in the day. It was. In 1988. I wore the, that was the 101, one of the tees that I wore last week. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. Yes, from the episode one, which happened just the month before COVID, and then boom, COVID. And boom, clap, clap. We had our remote episodes, and then we're back. Well, you hear him right there. It's Tom the Elderberry. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> and go ahead and introduce you since we have a conversation going. Yes. <laughs> But yes, it has been quite a ride. I know. It's been fun. My hair's been blowing in the breeze the whole time. (laughs) The hair from your chin. Yes. (laughs) The only hair I have. If anybody doesn't know, Tom has a very long beard. He's known for his beard. It's his identity. No, I'm more than that. Yes, you're more than that. But if if someone says, oh, Tom... And then it's like, Tom, which okay, one? which one? You know, the one with the long beard. Oh, oh okay, her. or the one with the beard. Yes. Oh, yes, I know Tom. I yes. know her. Yes. Get her. Well, how have you been? How's your week been? My week has been crazy. Really? Crazy. Tell me about it. Oh, it's going to be my two things if you want to jump in. Oh, okay, no, I don't want to jump in. Okay, then. it's just Not crazy. Yet. It's been crazy, then more to come on that. Keep them yes. in suspense. Yes, suspenders. Well, it has been quite a week. I mean, the queen has died. What? The queen died. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, well, he died a long time ago. (laughs) Yes, God God save the king. To the children listening, they're like, Freddie Mercury, you were alive when he was alive? Yes, we were. (laughs) I saw him in concert. They were fabulous. (laughs) Yes, we were. <laughs> that tells our age. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and get into the two things that we have taken from this past week because I want to hear about this crazy. Oh, my first one is things that are outside of your wheelhouse can throw you off of your mode of transportation quickly. Yes. I had a friend that, oopsie, a little pregnant. Mm-hmm. And just trying to negotiate all of that now has been very interesting. Right, right. Because there's new laws that have changed since the last time I knew somebody that had a whoopsie. I think it's still 15 weeks, isn't it? It's 15 weeks. Yeah. But it's on hold for 12. Oh, okay. But now since 2005, there's a cooling off period. Mm-hmm. where you have to go get pre-screened, then you have to wait a couple of days before you can even really go to talk to somebody about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was negotiating all of that. Mm-hmm. And I've never had somebody say, are you the father? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, no, I am not the father. I am not the father, Maury. <laughs> it was just like that. I mean, I look oh like a trapped squirrel at that point. No. Are you the father? <laughs> no, I play for the other team. And then my second thing is everybody has trauma. Yes. Approach everybody as you would like to be approached in any situation talking about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they kind of go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. it was a... Enlightening week. Everybody has a background. Mm-hmm. We all have skeletons in our closet. Or in the back of your car. 
<laughs> in the trunk. <laughs> what are your two things? So my two things, I, gu- I guess they aren't as deep, but... Um, Ooh, there deep. is no sunscreen. Like, you can get sunscreen, you know, wear sunscreen, and if you don't have hair, you just put it on. But if you have hair, my hair is not gone, but my hair is thin. And whenever I'm in the pool all day, I get sun on top of my head. And then whenever it starts to peel, then it's like, oh my gosh, no matter how much you condition it, it's still going to peel. But the whites of the top of your head get sunburned all the time. Can you get a bathing cap? Yeah, I could. That would I be have fabulous. A hat. I have a hat. No, like a, like the Esther Williams one with the flowers and things. <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be lovely for my ballet, for my water ballet. <laughs> Synchronized swimming. Yes, <laughs> with my with my great nephew. Synchronized swimming. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. But there's not anything that you can. I mean, because you can spray it in your hair. And try to get it down in, into it your scalp. It wouldn't work really well. But it would, right. And then you have greasy hair the whole time. Well, so, it would come off in the water. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I can't, so I, I put listeners on the, on the um, alert. If you know of a reason, let us know. <laughs> if you know of a way that we are able to spray whenever you have thin hair, it's to spray your scalp down. You're, you're like five steps away from no hair. but You could get spray hair. That's true. You just wear a wig. <laughs> That'll cover your hair. Or a hat. <laughs> but um, but my second one is progress. It g- kind of goes along with last week's. I was talking about go with progress. But also progress has glitches, though. <laughs> it's slow incremental. Well, they, there are glitches in progress because because we um how this come about is we've cut the cord. We meaning we aren't we aren't <laughs> cable subscribers cable subscribers anymore for uh, just for internet, so we cut the cord, and um having Hulu live TV, it handles the way that it's been explained to me is it, it's in the in it is in the app itself, it handles um how it's getting the internet and how it's streaming the internet upload and download. It handles it differently. So it has a lot of times whenever it is buffering. Lagging. Where not, there's no lag. There's just buffering. And then sometimes it comes on and it's, and it's doing it in like 1080. It's not doing it in 4K. Um, and, and, and so it's a little more blurry. But Jose said that that was just something that happens with the app. And I said, you know, that makes sense because it doesn't happen on YouTube. If I'm watching any YouTube consistently and stuff, nothing happens on there. It doesn't happen on any of the other apps I have. It doesn't happen on Prime. It doesn't happen on Disney+. Plus. Well, that's okay. That's workaround. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for, for first world problems. Seriously. It really is. <laughs> No, my TV gets fuzzy every so often and has to buffer. <laughs> Are you sure it's the TV, sis? I know. It is. It's okay. the app. It's not the TV. It's the app. It's, it's not the user watcher? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to buffer. No. You're pretty buff. So as we were talking about, the um the queen has passed away. The queen has died this past week. How was how was it when you ever you heard the news? Um, I was watching BBC, so we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. There were telltale signs, like they pulled the the prime minister and the lead of the opposition party out of the House of Lords. Right. So you knew it's called Plan C mm-hmm. in Britain. So they had to instigate all of that to make sure everything kept going. Right. It was right. interesting watching it. There were a lot of people, I think, that were watching the feeds, the live feeds at the palace and stuff. And um, and they saw a whole bunch of stuff. Stephen, the air mistress, even had mentioned before. He's like, there, I think there's something wrong with the queen. And because they've been really quiet about her. 
And then someone said, I think, she, and then he came back later, I think she may have died. And then all of a sudden it was announced that, and I saw another post earlier on in the day that said the queen has died. And I'm like, no, that's not true. And he's like, well, everything's been really quiet. Well, on BBC, they showed the planes landing at the airport in Aberdeen. Uh-huh. There was a Learjet that I've never seen. The tail was the tartan plaid of Windsor. Mm-hmm. So that was... Um, Harry? William. William. Harry came in a, a plane from London. Right. Um, All-white all Learjet. Oh, okay. But that was really interesting and the timing of everything. Yes. Yeah. Harry was a little late. Yeah. The t- yeah, the timing when every- everybody was coming in and stuff gave it away. I I just, I was like, I saw it on Facebook and it's not shocking. It's just like, wow. Well, God bless her because she's just so. Yeah, most people, that's lived. the only mark, uh, monarch they've ever exactly. known she from is. London. Yeah. yeah. To me, she is. You know, she's the only monarch we've known. In our lifetime, yeah. And it does sound really weird saying King Charles III. But long live the king. Long live the king. So with the queen, the former, um, the former Lord Merrill, Mayor, he was Manchester's first openly gay mayor. He remembers laughing with the queen and said that she cared about our LGBTQ community. Hmm. Basically, one time they were together and they had a dinner and she wanted drag performers. That's odd. Yes. Um, he his name is Carl Austin Bahan or Ban. Um, he was Lord Mayor in 2016, and yeah, he was talking to BBC and he said the Queen was very knowledgeable about the city region's LGBT community. They spoke about changes over the last couple of decades, from him being kicked out of the Air Force to equal marriage and same-sex couple having children. And he said it was a bizarre and unique moment. But when she walked over, she was like your grandma coming to you. You just wanted to give her a hug. Oh. But yeah, he said, um, so he, he said that it was really neat that, oh, how much was it? The, the queen came to visit him in 2021. That was the last time he'd seen her. But yeah, he said that she did. Well, both of our countries have had a sordid history with allowing equality for gay people. Yes. I will say this. I did see some, you know, people like, oh, you know, she's put down Australia and, uh, and slavery and stuff like that and everywhere that she owns, colonization and, and all that. And I saw people talking about that, like, immediately. Oh, and the and, memes came hard and fast. Yes, they did. Of course the queen it was a big big news any kind of big news is going to get that yeah any kind of big news is going to get that you know what is fun news though what rob anderson if you don't know who he is he says i'm like the new rupaul <laughs> he's a tiktok star <laughs> but he does he does videos on gay science and he's hot. He is really hot, really good-looking man. He is. He has a gay science series, and now he's ready to dominate. So he's on TikTok where he's racked up more than 2 million followers with his gay science videos, his Oscars coverage, and more recently his comedy pop songs. So he's going to hit the road with his act, and they did this... Um, they did a com- they did an interview with him and they asked him, you know, you got your start in comedy. What was your entry route into that world? And he said his favorite movies were always the parodies, scary movies, not another teen movie and stuff like that. Which is like what his TikTok is, his gay science is. Um, but they said that he, you know, it's a thing you've blown up on TikTok. How did that come about and what that's like? And he said he was making TikTok for a company that he worked for a food review website. And he really liked it, and so he ended up taking it on himself with his own creativity Good of what him. he does. So they're talking about um, 
<laughs> the gay science series in particular has had huge response. Where did that idea come from? That's what they asked him. He said, I couldn't find a reason why gay men liked iced coffee, but it seemed like the choice was uh, was was ambiguous. That gay men prefer iced coffee over hot coffee. So, and he said that he's like that, so there's no actual reason for it, so he decided to make it one his own. <laughs> That's good. Exactly. He just said that it was silly, but it's just matter of fact. So that's what he does with his gay science topic. Create the space you want to see. I think it's hot and wonderful because it's like, you know, he, you know, he says like, why do gays love the worst music you've ever heard? That's whenever. That's one thing that they say. Um, but he gives a scientific air quote facts which they're really not facts at all <laughs> it's opinion <laughs> it's or total. hot takes yes yes i just think that is so hilarious it's something good it's not so serious you know yeah it doesn't all have to be heavy exactly so <laughs> i thought that was just really funny another thing that was really really funny was family feud that oh, child. Family Feud. I love. I watch Family Feud too. I, w- I have to see what this episode was. But they, they, you know, Steve Harvey is always asking questions, and I notice he never has people on that are family. You know, that are gay. You know, and have their husband or wives on. Um, but he asked, "What's better at a gay bar?" And what? And this is what people said. Meaning, at a gay bar, what is better than any other bars? So, first of all, what would you think? Alcohol. Yes. Music. Yes. People looking pretty. Yes. The bathrooms. I just see them as normal bathrooms. Yeah, but sometimes they're really fussy. Yes. Like hotel bathrooms. Yeah. I don't know. What, I, are, yeah. what, what, what so were the winning I, I answers? Was thinking, I was thinking also, I was thinking the music, because the music at a gay bar is way better than a straight bar. And so dancing, you know, dancing is more fun. Um, um, also, the drinks. Yeah. The poor, big time is different. Big time. <laughs> way big time. And that's the three I could think of. And But the, they have on here the top seven. The seven is bathroom, so agree with you. Oh, I didn't think about that. For performances and drag, you don't get drag shows or any kind of shows or performances. That's true. At straight bars. Food, I don't know about that. Well, we can't go by the Food. Rainbow Cafe, but... Right, we can't go by the other ones. The dancing, yes. Drinks, mojitos, the drinks, yes. People, hot men, just like you said, if people look better. And one, number one, is the music. That's good. That's so a, we were pretty spot on. I Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I just think that is, like, really, really neat. I want to see that Family Feud episode, though. Though, because I'm sure it was funny watching them try to guess what it was. Right. They said that one of the other questions was, after the lips, what is your favorite part of a man to kiss? Oh, no. That question was asked of Christian Chenoweth and Kathy Najini. And Christian buzzed, Christian Chenoweth buzzed in the first and off the top of her head said, it rhymes with heinous. <laughs> And it didn't score any any anything on that the didn't pl- that didn't place it didn't place on wow. it at all. <laughs> I would have thought that would have been there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of things. Right, right. <laughs> Bless you. Bless me. Excuse me. Have a mint. So, um, it's so funny. I was reading this article, and Merriam-Webster come out with 370 new words for the dictionary for September. I know. Did you go through them? I did, and there's they some that were them. really good. Yeah, they have them in some, like, business and technology, then um, dumb phone, and that's a cell phone that doesn't have advanced software like email or internet browser. Jitterbug. Yeah. Yeah. Video doorbell, of course. Supply chain. That one's a big one this year. Yes, it is. Metaverse is the virtual world one. I was like, yep. And meat space. Yes. Yes. 
I, I wondered why they called it like meat, M-E-A-T, mm-hmm. not M-E-E-T. I, exactly. Out of this world space force, which I figured that would have been another, and slaying yeet, which I thought yeet, yeet I thought yeet was already in it, yeet, janky, sus. <laughs> That's been around, sus has been around a while. Sus, suspicious, yeah, look, L-E-W-K. You P-W-N is uh, to dominate or defeat someone or something. On them. Adorkable. That we basically awkward. MacGyver to make form or something. I've gosh, that's been around a long 30 time. Thirty years. Uh huh. Baller, which ballers have been around a long time too. I figured it. Surprise, it isn't cringe. F W I W for what it's worth, but cringe. Uh, in case you missed it. Altcoin, side hustle, shrinkflation, shrink right, false negative, false positive, booster dose. Oh, now we're getting into the medical ones. Uh huh. There's been a lot that have come up with that. Well, we have to eat pumpkin spice. No. Mojo's made it in. Oat milk, plant based, of course. It's, yeah, there's been a whole bunch of these words that, so, uh, some of them are surprising. I figured that they already have been in. Well, there's some that just have, like, LARP. Yeah. That that one took me a while to catch on because I'm not a gamer. Mm-hmm. And then Galentine's Day. I can't believe that made it in. Mm-hmm. That's just so made up. Mm-hmm. Magnet fishing. What's that? It's a sport or hobby of using a strong magnet attached to the end of a rope to find metal objects and bottles, bodies of water. That sounds like a kid's game. Oh, you said when you, magnet. Magnet. Oh, I heard something completely different. Oh, no, magnet fishing. Magnet fishing. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that just sounds so funny. So funny. So, let's talk about Oliver Sim. Yes, let's. I'll, you go, First of all, you go first, because I was just reading and I listened to the one. He is from a group called DXX. Yes. And they won the Mercury Prize in Britain for Best New Group in 2009. Mm-hmm. And it's three people. It's Romy Madley Croft. Oliver Sim and Jamie Smith or Jamie XX. Mm-hmm. So they put out three albums of their own. And after this little break, they decided to explore their own albums. Right. And in exploring their own albums, Romy came out as gay as well. So oh. she wrote her stuff because they wrote love songs to each other. Right. But they didn't use pronouns. Okay. That's cool. So she would be like singing to Oliver. And right. he would sing back to her, but they're not singing about each other. Right. So when she put her album out, it was like, oh. And then Oliver went and explored his own issues, mm-hmm. which one of those issues is being HIV positive. Right. And he's been positive now for 16 years. And the song called Hideous is a love song, question mark? Right. To his HIV and his life. Right. And he had Jimmy Somerville from the seminal group Bronsky Beat yes. sing the bridge. And the video, if you watch it, it's just beautiful. It is. It is very beautiful. And he went with a director, and they did a 22-minute movie using four of the songs. Yes. It where, is bastard. Yes. Yes. So he's sort of scaly and green. Mm-hmm. And it was Joker-esque where he's being interviewed and he's very cavalier about it. And it's just the first time that there's a song specifically about living with HIV that's positive and uplifting. Right. So that, to me, was just amazing. And right. hearing it on NPR blew my mind. Oh, that's what you heard about it? No, I bought the album. I, I, I pre-ordered it because I've been following the XX since they right. came out. Because it's just, it's not shoegaze. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting songs. Right. That have a very broad spectrum. Right, right. That's cool, though, that they sing to each other in it, but that they don't use pronouns. 
No, and when you see them in concert, the mm-hmm. lights blind you, so all you see is their silhouettes. Oh, that's even better. It was like going to a rave, but the music is live right. in front of you. Right. It, we saw them at uh, the little place in Tampa where Taylor played. Oh, really? They closed, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I was very, very happy that he got the national exposure for this album. And he's young, too. 30-something. Oh, really? Yeah. He looks a lot younger. But he's had HIV since the age of 17. Right. And he's now 31. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. But that's a lot to unload on your album. Mm-hmm. It is. It was his coming out, epi- his HIV coming out, because whenever you have HIV, you have two coming out. You come out about being gay in your life, but then you also come out about having HIV. And he probably did it quietly with his family and people. Yeah. But it's different to put it on a stage where you're just now completely exposed. Yes. And to do it so beautifully. Bravo to do for, it for doing so it. So beautifully. Because there's no stigma in it. Right. And that's the thing that we have to work towards is just not having stigma. Right. The same with the Mpox. Yep. I'm glad they renamed it. Because we, that was um, monkeypox. They took away the monkey. It's now MPX. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Or Mpox. Really? Yeah. They changed it like two weeks ago. Okay. Because it was getting that association with monkeys yeah or dirty or and and that's not the case right although it is concerning that we're having people die from it yeah so doh is still doing their their bookings have actually opened up the if you're interested in getting the monkeypox the vaccine you can go to doh i go get my um that in a couple of weeks I go get my my second shot. Yeah, I got my second one on Saturday, and it's way easier than the first. One. Did you go to DOH on Central? Um, no, actually, I had it through the center. Oh, so okay. my first one was through the center. My second one had to be through the center. Oh, really? Cause they told me I told them you know I got my first one from through the Stafford House, and they told me, um, and, and I told her Stafford House. She goes, No way, Central. He'll be here. Oh, like, oh okay. So I have to, I go into to DOH if at least we're in yeah exactly that's one thing I had read an article about the monkeypox that it was that people are having a hard time finding out how they can get some you know miracle of love I believe that they still but might it's be. all in conjunction partnerships with DOH and the various yes. agencies through town Yes, that's the the best way is to call the Department of Florida Department of Health. Yep, on Lake Eleanor. On Lake Eleanor, look up the line, look up the number, and you can call and get a hold of them or look or Google, Google it and find out and call or look at the website. But you really want to call them. And it's important to know your status, whether it's HIV or monkeypox or any STIs. Yes. And there are lots of places that do uh, Miracle of Love, Hope and Help. There are many places that do testing for HIV, the center, um, and and STIs. Yep. The centers uh, on Hillcrest Avenue, they do the whole spectrum, STIs, STDs. Yeah. Yeah. Happy news. <laughs> All of that. Happy news. Well, from one hottie to another, from Rob Anderson to now another one. Which hottie is this? Oh, the monkey doctor. Dr. Dimitri. Dr. Dimitri Descalicus. He is one of the White House's most senior figure, figures appointed to the, respond to the monkeypox outbreak since we were talking about it. He is very, speaking of hot men, he's very hot. And right-wing trolls are mocking a gay monkeypox doctor because he's hot and he dared to wear a harness. Basically what the, he did was he has his advertisement and he has his shirt wide open. He's wearing a harness underneath. A Zane Bain harness, Martin. Yes. And, and nice. He, he just looks great. And... But the right-wing people went to his Instagram and took his personal stuff to conflate it with his professional stuff. Yes, exactly. And they labeled him a Satanist because he wore a harness that had a pentacle. They said it had a pentagram. It was just a star with a five-pointed circle around it. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, come on. Yes. An Anarchy actual star. in the it's USA. Not, it's not even an inverted star, which is what the pentagram is. It was an upright star with a circle around it, just like Captain America has, you know, a star with a circle around it. Captain Puerto Rico. There's right. only one star. Right. Well, he must be Greek with his name. He is. Yes. But he's actually, um, I think he's from New York City. He was running the New York Department of yes. Public Health. Mm-hmm. So the man knows what he's talking about. Right. And he's part of the population that's being affected and effected. Mm-hmm. So who better to run it than him? Um, one, one article published in the Daily Caller, which is a conservative news website, he was criticized for what the reporter said were unorthodox tactics to get LGBTQ plus people to test for HIV and other STDs and STIs. We've always had to do that. I'm like, you have to get different tactics. You have to use different tactics. What's going to reach is always going to change. What's going to reach different people. Meet the people where they're at. Yes. Yes. But yes, they even accuse him of being a Satanist. Which is just so ludicrous. I, huh? Mm-hmm. But then people did stand up, you know, to him, like Matthew Cortland stands up and says, the fascists are targeting White House Deputy Monkeypox Coordinator Dr. Dimitri because he's gay and because he's competent. The MPV outreach strategy he's leading, it's working. The fascists hate that. Exactly. And he's given, like, hot daddy energy. He really is. He really is. All through it. I would take his advice. Number one, he's got a master of public health. Mm-hmm. He's been running New York City's health department, and that's a major health department. That's Oh, that's a major, major health department in a city that has a lot of health benefits that take care of their people. And I think the Biden administration was smart to, to pick state. him. Yeah. You know, it's good that we have competent people running um, pandemic stuff. Somebody came back with because but what he did was they took a they took his picture of him with the harness and the open shirt underneath uh, his open shirt and says this is Biden's White House monkeypox coordinator Dmitry Deskolikov whatever his name is no I'm not making this up that was what they did so then somebody else come back with that and said degree programs and they listed his stats which is like a 2012 Harvard. School of Public Health, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Master of Public Health, 1999, NYU School of Medicine, New York, Medical Doctor, 1995, Columbia University, New York, Bachelor of Arts. <laughs> Says, yeah, He's, he sounds really unqualified because they yeah, were questioning completely. his qualifications. Again, they're trying to attach gay people to being less than. Yes. We're not. Nope. That's why we have radio shows. And harnesses. And harnesses. To bring something local, though. To bring something a little local. A local harness? Yeah, no, to bring it back locally, away from, you know, TikTok and everything. But Seminole County. Yes. This is very important because, you know, this callers might have children that go to a Seminole County school. But Seminole County schools are requiring parents' consent for first aid services. They will provide care regardless of consent in cases of serious accidents or injuries. So let's make that clear. Uh, but they announced this Monday, yesterday, that the district will require parents and guardians to provide consent for school staff to provide first aid to their children. And um, for what, what do you mean first aid? First aid is the use of certain materials like ice packs, band-aids, wound coverings, and anti-itch creams, or taking a student temperature, taking their temperature. Wait, What? Or just taking their temperature. You have to get an approval for a band-aid? For a band-aid wound coverings, anti-itch cream, taking their temperature. How far out is that? That is because the policy stems from Florida Statute 1014, which is otherwise, which is the Parental Bill of Rights, also known as, you don't say gay bill, this is one of the stuff that was in there. It prohibits a school district from providing, soliciting, or arranging healthcare services without prior written consent from a parent or guardian. That's insanity. Because that was meant to 
stop gender confirming things in school. I don't think they're going to give you puberty blockers or hormones in high school. Right, but or elementary school. But now but, you have to get an approval for a Band-Aid? Yes, because they couldn't come out and specifically say you can't perform this. They couldn't specifically target it, so they come out with this blanket thing that ends up, like we're talking about, that ends up saying, hey, you need permission to have a Band-Aid. You need permission, your parents' permission, for me to take a thermometer and say, yes, you have a fever, you need to go home. Even the little boop-boop ones for your forehead? Yes. Wow. To take their to take their temperature at all, you need it to... And this is for the kids? Yes. Now, in case you do have a in case you do have a child who is in a Seminole County school, you can find the consent form on the back of the Seminole County Public School student emergency card, which will be sent home with students on the first day of school. Oh, so they already have it now. Yes, that's. I I they just should. can't imagine that they couldn't give you a bandage. I, exactly. Is it a gay band-aid? Now, if the school does not have consent on file, <laughs> parents will be notified each time their child goes to the school clinic for care. Officials said that in that case, parents will be expected to pick up their child if they appear sick, unwell, or need first aid care. And they do still have the right that they will call 911 and provide emergency care for children in the event of a serious injury, illness, or accident. Regardless of whether, right. So they're giving out gay band aids. (laughs) That's some craziness. That would be funny. So there are separate consents, just so you know what you're getting into. Parents will need to provide separate consent for the following services health screenings, medication administration, whether it's prescription or non prescription, vaccinations invasive screenings, COVID-19 screenings, therapy, physical or occupational, medical procedures ordered by a doctor. The first day of school um, was August 10th, so they already have all this. But all of that. That's insane. They have to provide consent for what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven things. They have to do seven consents. It's mind-blowing. Because of that law. The law that came out of nowhere for no reason. Well, there's a reason. Right, but it made a uh, whole... It made a nightmare of everything for teachers. A whole boogeyman. Exactly, a whole boogeyman. And speaking of which, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, he's been pushing for a parent's rights bill that excludes LGBTQ students and families. But to quote Zila Green, ain't that some ass. Uh, he says that he cares about parents' rights, but not the rights of parents with transgender and marginalized children. I smell discrimination. Now, he is the Republican governor of Virginia. He used parents' rights as a rallying cry against local school boards and progressive rights. And he has shown that he doesn't care about the rights of parents with transgender or marginalized children. Wow. I can't believe it's happening about. But what are these parents' rights that he's talking about? The right to have books removed from schools because they might tell the full story of black, immigrant, Muslim, Jewish, and disabled Virginians whose stories Youngkin has written off as critical race theory and divisive concepts. So we can teach about slavery, but not about slavery. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. We can teach about slavery, but only how we say it. Not, not really about slavery. And he basically, um, you know, he sees the very existence of black, indigenous, other people of color, LGBT, transgender, non-binary, all of them as an unfamiliar threat. He's not governor in Virginia. He's campaigning nationalized. He's campaigning nationally by dividing his... It's telegraphing. His own, yeah, his own state. So basically, it's you have the right to bully everybody as long as you want to. Right, right. And he just, he talks about free speech a lot too, but that's just the right to, for the people to call names <laughs> to damage them. It, it's amazing though. How twisted this gets. Yes, 
that he's even calling for parents' rights, you know, for schools to adopt a policy that goes, you know, just like how Ron Ron DeSantis. Like we said before, there's a memo that went around that all this yeah. is happening in all the states. That is being picked up because we've talked about it before previously in many other states. It's, it... <sighs> exactly. That's all you can do is die. But it can't, and it started with Florida, and that's going to be the Ron DeSantis' you know, battle call. Like, it, yes, I started it. it. Actually, it started with Mississippi. Oh, and then right, Texas, and then here. That's it's right, been a concerted it effort in multiple states. Yes. And if I may, you have to register to vote by next Tuesday. Yes, you may. Uh, National Voter Registration Day is 920. 920 is, okay, so they, yeah, that's by next Tuesday. You have Tuesday. a week. If you're listeners and you haven't registered to vote, please register to vote. And if you right. need to check, go to vote.org, and it'll tell you if you're registered. Right participate in democracy and then make sure you vote also if you want because it's something that <laughs> is important it matters it really matters i mean it really really matters so something else that matters is it, like you had said in the text to me you said pulse lives on but it actually goes back even further but in utah at brigham young university supporters and angel wings Shield BYU LGBTQ plus student event at an event from protesters that were there. I, I find that fascinating. They had about a hundred people protesting them, and they had it. It was a back to school Pride night over the weekend. It wasn't done on campus because they aren't allowed to do that. It's right. Brigham Young University is a church that's run by the, or is a college that's run by the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. And they prohibit romantic relationships between non-heterosexual couples, and they prohibit displays of same-sex affection and LGBTQ-related groups or clubs on campus. So they do it. They still are there. There are people that LGBTQ are there, you know, but they just live closeted. Or, or not necessarily closeted, but they, they're in their own little community. Right. In, there is a nonprofit organization that supports the students, and it's called the Rainbow, capital R-A-Y, Rainbow Collective, and they have a back-to-school event every year. And it was this year, supporters dressed in large angel wings, and they had to protest from hateful protesters. And I thought that came from here, but it didn't. No, it didn't. It first began with Matthew Shepard. And that's what shocked me. Yes. Yes. All these years, I thought that we... I mean, I suppose it had to come from somewhere, but it was very interesting to read that that's what they did to protect the family. And they took their life in their own hands because some protesters carried handguns while waving American flags and chanting, Christ is King, stop grooming our children. Another, this guy told, the, um, he was being interviewed by the Tribune, a newspaper there. He says, drag is a sexual fetish. This is sexualizing children. I'm like, oh my gosh, what drag are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's just crazy whenever they do that, that, you know, they did have someone else on our side that, you know, explained that um, people dressed in angel costumes after the Friends of Murdered Gay Students, Matthew Shepard, he explained that. I was just like, oh, I didn't know that. It was because the Westboro Baptist Church was sent. Yeah, them. Yeah, they sent that out. So anyway, the guy also had told the, um, this other guy had told the Tribune that religion has been weaponized against the queer community for a long time, and that needs to end. I'm like, all right, you go, boy. I don't see that happening. We just have to steal ourselves for the attacks that are coming. Right. I don't see it happening either. Are there anything else you want to talk about? It's the end of it, but I'd like to talk of National Mental Health Week. Yes. 
that, that, I mean, both you and I are solid this go round, but there, <laughs> but there have been times when we have not been solid. Oh, uh, very much so. If I don't take my antipsychotic medicine, then I am not solid at all. <laughs> and the nine eight eight system that we spoke of before. Yes, nine eight eight. That's been effective since July the first. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling a little depressed or anxious or overwhelmed. Just dial 988 and talk. Yeah. Don't do anything rash. Right. And for people that are older. It's really there. It's really easy to remember. Remember, it's only two numbers, three numbers, 988. Right. It's like 211. Right. Or 411. Or 411 or 911. Right. It just consolidated a whole bunch of different numbers and made it just very easy. Mm-hmm. And if you're older, there's the SAGE which is the seniors aging gracefully. That was what I was going to talk about too. Was for the, Jump in. Uh, that help and hope to LGBTQ elders struggling with suicide. And SAGE um, is such an awesome, awesome, awesome company. Yeah, they started in New York and they have branches in San Francisco and Los Angeles and Palm Springs and Miami and Manners, mm. and now it's going national. Yeah. And that number is 877 three six zero LGBT or eight seven seven three six zero fifty four twenty eight and they specialize in problems for older people yes because it, it there is a different type of need there mm-hmm there is there is it's but it's really good because you don't think about older people you know you get as you get older you get pushed towards the side a little bit because you're not out Forgotten. every night yeah it just changes it's it's the youth culture mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're not in the youth culture anymore because you've grown up and we're all going to be there at some point exactly but um we all are but th- that's why sage is so cool because they help elderly people that with with mental health issues so we really haven't we talked about it one time bros i really want to see it me too next friday it sounds so good doesn't it Did, have you seen the trailer i have i've seen the long trailer and the short trailer i think it's so funny that he sees him and he's down in a crowd like at a rave you know or a circuit party and he's like oh he's so not my type you never know. And whenever they, whenever they're in the park and they're having, they start wrestling, and the guys all running. Hey, hey, that hey. was funny. Oh, oh! And whenever no, they started we're cool. kissing, we're cool. <laughs> and, and I've I've heard various reviews of it. Mm-hmm. They're all good. They're all good, but it's all in jokes for us. Mm-hmm. Where some people aren't going to get it, but we're going to be like, oh, I can't believe they just did that on screen. Mm-hmm. Well, the Asian friend. That's on there. He was also in, um, oh, what was it? It was on Prime. He was in another gay thing that we talked about before, a gay movie that was on Prime, and it was about these kids. Oh, not the Hulu one. No, Fire Island. Fire Island. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. He was on Fire Island, Hulu. Yeah, he, he was on Fire Island. He actually wrote it and stuff. And so he's also oh, Joel in this Kim. movie. Yes. Got it. And he's also in he's also in this movie, in Bros. Oh, that's why he clapped back when Billy Eichner said it was the first one, and he's like, mm, "Not really." Yes. Got it. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Because I think like, it'll be a know, fun little bop. He and he's in there, so he could. But yeah, that's why he said not really because of Fire Island, which I think that opens next Friday. Um, the, Bros. The yeah. yeah, Bros does. It does. Um, I don't know why they call it, but they are calling it a history-making gay rom-com. I guess because... The entire cast is gay. Yes. That's the first time that's ever happened. The entire cast is gay on it, in it. Um, all the reviews, it's like, it's so good, it makes you wish it were better. It does exactly what it set out to do, for better or worse. It's... It's time. Yeah. It's time. Yes. Did you see any of the Emmys? 
Did I watch some? Of, yes, I did see some of them. Did but, you see Jennifer Coolidge? Yes, I did. That's oh, the part I saw. She was so fantastic. She looked great. And when she won, she was so surprised. Her her performance at White Lotus was great. Did you see the girl that won and she kept talking and talking and dancing through the music? I can't remember who it was, but I was like, she she was like, the music was going on and she was like, no, no, no. And so then she started dancing. <laughs> and Cheryl Lee Ralph, so glad she won. Yes. Abbott Elementary is a, for for regular television, is an amazing show. You watch it? I, I do. I, I watch it. I it's think funny. it's really funny. Very funny. Yes. It's really funny. It needs to be. It needs to be funny because it's on a, it's on. Um, NBC? Yes. And they need more comedy. Much. They much, do. much more. Yeah. Yeah, CBS has a lot of comedies, has a lot of good comedies. Ghosts. Yes, and that's Pretty coming funny. back. That's one thing I love about right now is that we're coming up on the season where all... Next the, week, everything comes back. Yes, all the good stuff comes back. Because like my Mondays and or Tuesdays and stuff, although Big Brother is gonna be coming to an end this season. I know who's your money on now. And boy, uh, they were smart to get Michael out. Right, right. I think it's gonna be Turner. I hope it's Monty or Taylor. I hope so too, but I think it's gonna be Turner. I think Monty's gonna take Turner to the end oh, with yeah, him. Too. Absolutely and it's got to be between Monty and Turner that they're going to drop Taylor. It'll be interesting. Yes, I'm trying to... I know spoilers, so I know who wins the veto. Me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we can't ruin it for that. <laughs> no, we can't. Tune in Wednesday. Tune in Wednesday. And our next Big Brother. <laughs> well... Oh, no. It's that time again. We're a little bit early. But this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. Remember to fight the good fights and always swing first. We are one human family, somewhat dysfunctional, but we're still one human family. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. I love you, and we will... See you next Tuesday. You sounded like Creepy John when you creepy said that. Creepy John. I haven't been Creepy John in ages. Remember, Pride is one month from this weekend. Yes, get your pride on. Get your pride on. Pride, pride, pride. Charisma, Rainbow. uniqueness, nerve, pride. and talent. And then some pride. You go on, Demetrius, with your hot monkey pop set.